Hi, and welcome to Freelance to Founder Shorts. I'm Preston Lee. I am Clay Mosley, and you've probably heard our in-depth coaching calls with everyday freelancers who want to scale their business. Now, we're helping even more freelancers each week with Freelance to Founder Shorts, five to 10-minute episodes focused on answering one question from a listener like you. To get your question answered, visit freelancetofounder.com slash ask. And now let's dive into today's question. In this short, we've had a lot of you send questions about difficult clients. So for today's episode, I'm pulling some audio from our YouTube channel to help you out. The video is from talented freelancer Josh on just how to handle five common nightmare clients. If you've ever been stuck with a bad client and not sure what to do, this short is for you. We'll also link to our YouTube channel in the description if you wanna catch more of our freelancing videos. We'll be right back after this quick message. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's gonna wanna take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs, and did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. Hi everyone, my name is Josh from Milo.co and today I'll be talking you through some of the most common difficult clients that you will sadly come across in your career. But don't panic, it's not going to be all doom and gloom today. I'll also be sharing with you a few top tips on how you can swerve away from them. Let me waste no more time and get straight into it. Starting off with hagglers. These people simply never seem satisfied with whatever price you first put in front of them. No matter how good the value or little bit of discount that you give, hagglers will always be looking to save those few extra pennies wherever they can. Pennies that deserve to be in your pocket. 
Of course, there's absolutely nothing wrong with a little bit of negotiating. It's actually quite a big part of freelancing life after all. But if a client is constantly trying to lower the rate you're offering, then they are certainly being added to the difficult client category. When it comes to dealing with hagglers, there are a few practices that you can put in place which should put them in theirs. First one is fully engaging with them but setting your prices a little bit higher than normal, which will give yourself some extra wiggle room. You can also look at going down the route of sending off realistic quotes and making it clear that your prices are set in stone. Either way, you just need to make sure that you're still getting paid a fair amount for the effort you put into the work. Undeciders. Next on our list today, we have the ever-irritating undeciders. Now, don't get me wrong, it's rare that the first submission is perfect. There will often be something that the client isn't happy about, and therefore, you should come to expect a revision or two needing to be made. There is, however, always a limit, with some clients taking advantage of your good nature asking for major revisions to be made at every time of asking. They may not be doing this on purpose, but it doesn't make them any less irritating. This is why it's important that prior to accepting a job, try to get as much information out of your client as you possibly can. This way, you can plan the work a lot better, resulting in minds being made up a lot faster. Daydreamers. Third on the list today, we have daydreamers, the type of client who expects magic happening at the drop of a hat. It could be an unrealistic deadline or asking for a ridiculously low price. These clients really are from a different planet. For you as a freelancer, you just need to try and lower their expectations and bring them back down to planet Earth. If you don't have the time to meet their timescale expectations or simply cannot perform the task they're asking you to do, you just need to be realistic with them. Trust me, it does your career no good accepting jobs that you know from the outset that you simply will not be able to complete to your high standards. Only harm will come of it. So please, never promise something that you know that you can't deliver. Gifters. Now, at the halfway point in our list, we have the gifters. They're a special type of client who will make you feel as though working for them is a huge honor, expecting this to compensate for a heavy discount. This is a common tactic to watch out for from many big name companies, attempting to manipulate the mind of a freelancer such as yourself. But it's not just the big companies though. I've received messages from many new startups who are excited about their work, but very short of cash, attempting to get freelancers like me to provide them with heavy discounts to help them get their project off the ground. Now, I can't say this bit loud enough. Please do not fall into these traps. More often than not, it's just a client trying to get your time for a stupidly cheap rate. Now, don't get me wrong, if there is a project that you are really excited about and want to help out, then by all means, temporarily lower your prices. But always make it clear that the low prices are only for a limited time. Let's talk about ghosters. Just picture the scene. You've just signed a new contract. The contract to beat all contracts. You're almost ready to deliver, but you just need to double check a couple of bits of information with your client. You message them and then... Nothing. Absolute silence. I don't understand why, but some client simply decides to leave you with only the initial information and that's it. If you message them, they will just not reply. Or if they do, they'll message you on deadline day itself. These types of clients can be absolutely infuriating, failing to realize that every message you send them is ultimately to benefit the piece of work that you're creating for them. 
To avoid being ghosted, it's important to set some kind of boundaries and expectations with them prior to accepting the work. Always ensure you have multiple points of contact and never fall foul of radio silence. Controllers. Onto our penultimate difficult clients now, which are the never relaxed controllers. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the key part of freelancing is free, right? I mean, not working for free, of course, but more free to create your own schedule and free to accept your own contracts. What it does not mean is you're free to continue to be micromanaged. Sadly, however, some clients didn't get that memo with someone to look over your shoulder at all times, nitpicking every choice that you make and messaging you nonstop. Now, don't get me wrong, having a controlling client can work in your favor. However, like with everything, there's always going to be a limit. They may not share the same skill set as you, hence hiring you in the first place. But uh, that won't stop them from believing that they could always do a better job. Dodgers. Last up, we have the ever unpopular Dodgers. <sighs> now tell me, have you ever completed a project, delivered it in full and on time, and then had trouble collecting payment? Guess what? You've just been dodged. Excuses will be made, silences will be long, but at the end of the day, you still need to be paid. This is why it's always important to put in some preventative measures in order to guarantee your payment. That could be setting up a payment schedule, adding down payment or deposits, or even working through a site where the cash can be held ready for payment at the completion of all work, like Fiverr.com. Simply try anything to prevent you from being left in limbo about whether you're going to get paid for your time or not. Okay, be honest with me then, how many of these clients have you come across? I would put some good money on the fact that a lot of you have met at least three or four of them, with sadly more to come in the future, or hopefully not. There are a couple of measures that you can put in place to avoid meeting any of these special characters. First up, being taking a close look at any messages you send out. Whether it's on your own website or a portfolio, all messages you send out should direct towards the special niche clients that you're hoping to attract, not just your average Joe. Think about it. You've already spent a lot of time and effort perfecting your expertise, preparing for high quality clients. So don't let your wording pull in any that are subpar. The next tip that I can recommend is having an effective onboarding process in place, which will ensure all the difficult clients can be weeded out simply by communicating your expectations, pricing, and your own processes up front. This will leave no room for any pesky negotiating. The last tip from me today is to look towards your own network to help you with finding the best clients to work with. Think about setting up a referral program or maybe offering incentives to your current clients to get them to bring new clients to you. Odds are your favorite clients will be working with and around like-minded individuals and businesses that would be more than happy to take on your services. Well, that's about it for me today. I've been Josh from Milo.co and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to this Freelance to Founders short. Subscribe in your favorite podcast player for more shorts and full-length coaching sessions each week. Freelance to Founder is a collaboration between Milo, Dripify, and the Podglomerate. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app by visiting freelancetofounder.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, tell us why by leaving a review. Until next time, thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.